from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. And thank you very much for tuning in. This is episode number 158. Social Psychology, Reality of the Human Condition. I would like to send thank yous and my sincere appreciation to the listeners in Finland, I uh, I don't know what to say, but thank you. And here is a quick, fun, and interesting little factoid about Finland that many people didn't know. For instance, did you know that research has pointed out that of all of the countries in the world... The people of Finland are the happiest. I did not know that until just recently. And so that's why I'm passing it on to you. So whatever they're doing, maybe we should be doing it. Again, thank you, Finland. Now to the subject at hand. Talking, we're going to be talking about a bit about the human condition. I feel that it is something that really does need to be discussed. And what would be really great is um, if you know people, younger people, uh, 20s and 30s, and turn turn them on to this or have them tune into this because um, this may be enlightening. It may it may serve the purpose of enlightening and educating, as I like to call it, so that uh, maybe with this stuff you will bypass a lot of life's pitfalls. And this may be something that your folks never did, could, or would tell you, but I'm going to tell you. So listen up. Of course, we know that there are different phases and ages and stages of life. But for many people, What's really uh, interesting is when you understand that there is, of course, the developmental stages, and that usually wraps up at around 25. You're going to have the core personality. I'm not saying you can't change. 
but it becomes as you go beyond 25 as the old saying is you get more and more set in your ways as someone who's well above that i can certainly testify that this is true so hopefully <laughs> hopefully you have your proverbial shit together at least mentally at least you're there at least you're trying by the time you're 25 okay you really want to push it another five years but that's you gotta have a cutoff somewhere sorry that's life that's biology it's just it's just the way it is i didn't make the rules it's just the way we are <clears throat> and the way we're going to be i think in the foreseeable future but anyway you typically go through the horrible horrible awkwardness years of adolescence which depending on the environment and depending on the person you know they're they're really rough because you know whether you like it or not you're on drugs you're on some of the most powerful drugs they're called hormones and everything is very vital and very important and high energy and because you're flooded with hormones and the way you feel about something tends to be very very impassioned even if perhaps it may be lacking in reason but be that as it may it is what it is and uh yeah by the time you're certainly by the time you're in your very late teens early 20s that should be diminishing and um this is the age where uh boys become men or supposedly and <clears throat> stop thinking a little bit less with the small head and a bit more with the big head um because although it feels great the little head can get you in a lot of trouble but core personality traits ideas mainly stuff from you know, it's accumulation of everything from your parents, family, and those all urgently important friends, which ironically are also an amalgamation of the same influences from their family and friends. So, uh, what can you say? Birds of a feather and all that. But... There's a separation that takes place when you become, when you step into adult land. But the problem uh, today is that separation stage has been extended way, 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 way past the point 
of where it should have been. And that causes a lot of problems. And what you have, and this is what you do not want to be, is an adult adolescent. And here's a reason of many, but here's one very good reason why. Amongst adults, and I'm talking about, let's just say people, you know, firmly, at least chronologically, that should be adults, people 30 years and older. Um, This is why for really silly or, you know, stupid adolescent things when assuming they're not too serious, you know, but kids are stupid. Kids make mistakes because, well, they're kids. When I say kids, I'm not just meaning little kids. I'm meaning adolescents as well. Still kind of, kind of kids, you know, so that if they, you know, do something stupid, they break out a neighbor's window or, you know, just something that is not certainly not life-threatening, maybe they minorly damaged some property or, or something of that ilk, and they they did it because they were really angry at the time or, you know, some other stupid decision because that's what they do because they're impetuous because, as I said earlier, they're raging with hormones, and guess what? Just like any other drug, and they are drugs. They're your drugs. <laughs> they're on your person. They're completely legal because... They're your hormones or your drugs, but they are drugs nonetheless. And one day you're up, next day you're down, and it's difficult, as I already said. And when you have somebody in that state of mind, they often do, they make stupid decisions. Okay? Okay. This is why, generally speaking, whether it be your school, I'm talking about high school, um, or maybe even the very possibly the very beginning of college, depending. Um, but as far as, you know, as far as those institutions and the legal institution, the courts, they bring you in and, <clears throat> you know, chances are overwhelmingly they're going to have you do something, but they don't throw the book at you. In other words, us old folks, as you call us, who were once young folks, just like you. Um, we, we are forgiving because we know that we were once just like you. We did stupid shit. And so we take that into account and we don't throw the book at you and we try not to make you know, anything too severe. We want to get a message across and hopefully you have enough intelligence or you're not uh, borderline psychopathic or whatnot, because that's a different case. But, you know, you, a normal teenager is cooperative, maybe a bit stubborn or pigheaded or can get angry, but ultimately they want to keep the peace with friends and family and, you know, neighbors, you know, and it's kind of like they go along, even if it's begrudgingly, but they go along, get along. That's normal. When you are doing the exact opposite of that at every single opportunity and you show no remorse, 
and absolute indignant uh, indifference, then we're talking other much more serious issues here. Now that I quickly stated that, I'm saying that we understand, the system understands that you did this and it was really stupid. And so they do something to get a message across, tap you on the shoulder, and whether you got to pay a fine, $500, $1,000 for, you know, some, some stupid thing that you did or your dog did or whatever the damn case may be. But we're trying to get your attention and say, look, you know, that was really fucking stupid. Please don't, don't. And you're supposed to say, okay, okay, yeah, it was stupid. And you move on and, and that's it. And hopefully it corrects the behavior and the problems. But here is the problem as the world moves on. This is what I mean by all of this encompasses the human condition that I'm talking about, okay? The problem is, is that, at least in my generation, um, it, that is the part of the unspoken rules. We just know it. It's just understood. This is cool. This is not cool. That's a generational thing, but, you know, we know, and then growing up, somebody really stuck out as being crazy, crazy. Well, they're going to have consequences for being crazy, crazy, or being uncooperative or sociopathic or whatever the current terminology is for this. But the thing is, with a relatively normal level of development, you should understand that, and these stupid offenses were just doing just really stupid shit. It should be going away as you get older. Now, the problem comes when you keep doing the same stupid shit. Like, for instance, once as teenagers, we went out, and uh, a couple of guys I was with, <clears throat> who, believe me, they weren't the brightest, were necessarily bad kids. Everybody did something, you know, but these guys were really pretty dim. And they decided somehow it would be just so funny, it would be so cool to uh, steal the bowling alley uh, bowling shoes when we finished bowling to just somehow manage to steal them. And, um, you know, we're like 14 years old or something like that. And so, yeah, there were consequences. And um, so problem was, is that if you're doing these things as you get older, the world's view, the expectation of the world and how it views you, this has also, it has very little to do with how you view yourself. It's how the world views you that matters. And if you're doing the same stupid shit as you did when you were 14, and now you're 18 or 19, here you're back in court again for more stupid shit. You're 20, you're 21. You're 22. Um, the world has less sympathy. In other words, the older you get, the older you are perceived. And I don't mean just trying to change your clothes and look younger. Of course, people can tell pretty closely for most people. There are some people, of course, where that's an exception. But for most people, I can pretty accurately guess 
someone's age, whether it be a child, teenager, or an adult. I think most of us can, pretty closely. But they've got your record anyway, and if you're just doing, I'm saying, just really stupid things, and you're still doing that shit, and you're 19, 20, 22 years old, they don't look at you the same. You're not a kid anymore. In other words, as you get older, there is a societal pact. There is supposed to be an agreement that you will stop doing stupid shit. Not entirely, because adults do stupid shit too, but it, it it's like a slope. It falls off. You know... Generally speaking, by the time you're 35 or 40, your stupid shit should be down to an absolute minimum. Stupid shit being like grown adult men's who have too many beers at a barbecue and decide they're going to beat the hell out of each other or screaming insults at your neighbor, uh, road rage. These are the kind of things that are you would expect maybe from a teenager, not from an adult. There is a difference. And it doesn't matter what you think. And for that matter, it doesn't even matter what your family thinks. Doesn't matter what you think. Doesn't matter what your family thinks. It matters what society thinks. And the courts and the legal system ultimately um, decides that. <clears throat> so that's just one sample of what I'm talking about as far as how you are perceived. Now, the good thing is if you happen to be precocious meaning you're the exact opposite of that. You are much more, um, I don't mean that you don't have to be totally dry and boring, but you're just, maybe you're quieter, maybe you're more serious, maybe you're just that way and you're not, um, you'd be uh, perhaps erroneously uh, labeled a, um, a recluse or an introverted person. And oftentimes, not always, but often those labels, because we do have to have labels. We do. It's the way we function. And uh, somebody's really young, let's say, oh my God, that sounds so judgmental. Yes, because it's being judgmental that has kept the fucking species alive. That's what keeps, or at least to this point, has kept the species, meaning us, alive. But that's a subject for another time. Anyway, getting back to reality, um, the expectations of you are based on your appearance and your age. So the younger, the more precocious you are, and you're doing things beyond your years, like, um, you know, being a first year, I don't know, a first year medical intern, uh, possibly 
and you've only been out of high school one year, that's pretty damn good as far as getting ahead of the of life, of the game. That doesn't mean that just because, for instance, you're uh, brilliant in one area or extremely precocious, um, that doesn't mean you've it's terrific. It doesn't also mean that all uh, systems are fine and perfect, but typically, usually, it is a good sign. But the important thing for you to know out of all of this, this is an inescapable fact. I don't care what woke tells you. I don't care what your friends tell you. Hell, I don't even care what your family tells you. What matters is the decisions that are made from the collective wisdom of how the species gets along, cohabitates, and lives. And if you want to do that in a functional way, you have to follow the rules of what is expected of you. And if you don't know that, well, I'm going to tell you. I may not lay out everything in this particular episode, but I promise you we'll get there. But you got to start somewhere, and this is a good place to start. And it is drilling this in. I can't put enough emphasis on this, is that the bigger point is that the older you get, basically to summarize this, feel free to laugh at any time, but you will find out. As you move along the continuum of life until old age and death, like if you're, say, 18, 19, and someone's 30, they're old to you. To me, someone who's 30 is quite young. It's being relative. But anyway, um, you what you must recognize, though, is that even if it's invisible, even if this stuff happens, it can be either, you know, in mixed family, friends, social situations, or in society. You know, if you, for instance, in the party of life, the way I would say it is this way, at the party of life, at the party of life, just envision this as a, a, a big party, huge party. It's the party of life. And that party is a come-as-you-are party. There's no one there, really, to tell you how to look, how to dress, speak, walk, talk, what you talk about, what you don't talk about. In other words, it's a come-as-you-are party, meaning you're either prepared for the party or you're not. And you don't want to be not because if that's the case then you look you stick out like a sore thumb because you're dysfunctional or you're a doofus or whatever it is <clears throat> and your odds and chances of succeeding at the party of life they drop significantly and one of one of the 
absolute most adolescent. I don't know. I've seen this in people 30, 40, people in their 50s, and still people in their 60s that still harbor this incredibly inane attitude about themselves, and they'll just say, well, you know, I don't really give a shit what people think of me. I am what I am, and that's that, and you either like it or you don't, and dot, 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 dot. Well, you know, that's that's bad. It's It's infantile and inane and juvenile and just... What are the words? Uh, something strong. Fucking stupid. There we go. Because the fact of the matter is, again, and you won't feel this way unless, you know, if you're, say, a sociopath or someone of that ilk, an asocial personality, what you need to learn very quickly and accept as a fact of life, that in this world, you will need other people. And you will need to get along with other people and yes, you will need to help other people and you will need to do for other people. It's not a usury situation. And people who are intelligent and feeling and normal, they pick up on that. They pick up on, on things to you that you don't even, if you're a, dis, if you're a dysfunctional, that you don't understand, that you simply can't, for instance, keep coming to someone's home. I don't care how gracious or entertaining you are, how much they said they loved you. There's always a meter running, and it's called recompense. I do for you, you do for me. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. If you're coming over to their house, say for instance, and again, doesn't matter if it's family, it's the same rule, it still applies at least with functional families, okay? And there's a little scorekeeper, and there's nothing wrong with this. It is the human condition. There's nothing wrong with it. And, you know, eventually, if you come over, say, for instance, and they make you a nice dinner, and over the course of six months, you know, they've done this, I don't know, 12 times, and you haven't done it for them once. And if it shouldn't take a person 12 times, doesn't take me now because I deal with only reciprocal relationships. <laughs> I make you dinner once or twice. I expect, yes, I expect you to do it for me or the equivalent. All you have to have happen to you is be around or in a condition where you're around um, asocial, um, using type people, and go through that for that un that that nightmare, that un that emotionally draining, hurtful painfulness that I've experienced, and uh, hopefully you'll remember it. And as soon as it starts happening again, you very quickly, your meter goes off. You say, ah, nope, I've been to this fucking radio before. Nope, 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 nope. And you can throw subtle hints. And again, it could be a neighbor. It could be a neighbor where 
I don't know, maybe you've tried to make frenzies with them and, and you've made a really great, you know, barbecue cookout and you were kind enough that you invited them over and you maybe had some beers and, you know, just a general good time was had by all. But what you notice is, is that they also have, you know, a barbecue themselves and maybe not once, not a single time have they ever invited you. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. That also is part of the human condition. But my larger point is that I want to emphasize is that there is always a scorekeeping going on. It's not official. You know, only, I, I don't know, maybe some people are asinine enough that they would actually keep a ledger and write down, okay, I bought Joe a Whopper at on this date and you know, uh, <laughs> I just someone out there that would do that I know I don't but just you know a general feeling making sure that life and relationships is in other words you're getting as good as you give well that is the expectation a normal expectation of adults and that's what I'm saying I don't care how old you are chronologically speaking if you don't understand this, you stick out like a sore thumb. You are a social pariah. You are not functioning, regardless of your age, as an adult. These are the realities of life. So, if no one's told you this, well, it's about time someone did. And it just so happens that someone was me. And um, it's important, though, to understand, as I wrap this part up, it's important to understand is that the world, and don't, don't go down a, well, that's not fair. Life is not fair. That's the other huge thing. Life is not about being fair. It simply is. It is what it is, and it has its reasons that are bigger than us, even bigger than our logic circuits can possibly hope to figure out. But life definitely is not fair. So get that notion out of your head. It's not fair. But as long as you stick out and you're being older and older and you still have the attitudes or the entitlement attitudes or what have you, but you're basically acting like a juvenile. But the punishments of life, whether it's through personal, um, your interactions with, again, friends, family, or the legal system, it gets harsher and harsher. And what they're trying to tell you collectively, what they're trying to say is, hey, Aren't you a bit long in the tooth for this kind of stupid shit? If you don't know the phrase, long in the tooth means getting old. Aren't you kind of, you know, old to be playing video games 16 hours a day and, you know, not wanting to get a job and everything else mostly required by that species that was once known as people, as creatures known as adults? So people are pissed at you, and then you react in turn with your 
screwed up value system and you're just angry and here we go again this could be a person in their 40s 50s or older i've i've encountered it i don't know how many times and i just sit there in disbelief and i say okay and i often don't say anything because the person that's needing the advice is not ready or prepared for the advice because they're still too busy being an adolescent. And that will get your ass in deeper and deeper trouble in life. And I just wanted to finish this up by saying that that is one of the first prerequisites of understanding the human condition. Well, what did you think about that? I'd really like to hear what you have to say. So go on over to my website, theearnestmanshow.com and put down your two cents worth. And while you're there, please feel free to listen to any and all the episodes you like. Plus, check out the other interesting things on my website. Until next time, this is Ernest saying take care. I'm out of here. <laughs>